Hello there, Sharks. I'm Jonathan Little for PokerCoaching.com, here with James Romero. We did a video recently with James on YouTube. Make sure you check it out. James, for those who do not know him, is probably the best poker player in the world. For seriously, what number do you think you are in your particular in area of expertise? In between two and five. No, okay, that's, yeah. that's probably right. Who's number one, can you say? Um, Bryn Kenny. Bryn Kenny. Yep. All right, here we have a hand from the Millionaire Maker, right? Yeah. All right. You have pocket sevens, under the gun, men raise it up off of 80 big blind stack, hijack calls, folds around to the big blind who makes it 60,000. You made it 20, got called for 20. This guy makes it 60. What do you think about this re-raise size? He needs to be going like 120 with range here um, and a pretty, pretty tight range. It's horrible. I've, I, I was, was going to say, I've seen this play a lot recently, especially at the World Series of Poker. We're at the World Series of Poker right now, battling it out, and... I've seen this a lot where people re-raise to 3x, 3x yeah. in every scenario. If they're in position, heads up, 3x. Out of position seven ways, 3x. Yeah, I don't the, think I fold any part of my range. Which is really bad, which means you're essentially playing well, yeah. right? Like he's forcing you to play perfectly in position with right. a good range to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a, it's a blunder. It's a blunder it's by a the blunder, opponent right yeah. off the bat with whatever he has. You may say, but what if he has aces? He wants to keep you in. Well, he could have got more out of me. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have pocket sevens. You're not folding. We're trying to make a set. What size would you fold to? What size would it take for you to fold the sevens here? 150 or so. Right, which would then start to become a little bit egregiously big. Yeah. I want to talk about one more thing since I have James here on the line. Um, something I've seen a lot of the best players doing in high rollers is they've been three betting gigantic out of position. Have you seen this when they're playing deep stacked? Yeah, like 5x. No, like 8x, like 10x. 5x their raise, yeah, yeah, same, yeah. 8x their raise. Okay. There was a hand I saw recently. Maybe you saw it. Somebody raised, good, well-respected player, re-raised aces out of the small blind to I think it was literally 10, at, 10 times the initial raise. Okay, that's large. I was so confused, and I've seen this happen from a few other players in like these $300,000 tournaments. You know anything about this stuff? Uh, I mean, if you look at the solvers, it's the difference in EV of raising that size versus smaller size. As long as you're changing your ranges, it's not, it's not significant. So you can employ different strategies. All right. Yeah. Well, I haven't figured that one out yet. Okay, this guy re-raises small. Solver probably doesn't like this. You call, of course. Hijack, hijack folds, excuse me. Did hijack fold? Hijack folded, yeah. This is real. <laughs> what in the world hand? It's the Millie Maker, Jonathan Little. It's at the Rio. <laughs> there, okay, I'm going to help everybody out here. There should be literally no hand you're calling the raise with and then folding. Yeah, none. None. You would say, what if you have ace-five offsuit? Uh, you, what, are you in, what are you doing in there <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> you shouldn't have the ace-five offsuit. Yeah. What if you had, um, what would be an, uh, an acceptable flat here? What if they had, I don't know, maybe maybe king-jack offsuit if they wanted to splash with king-jack offsuit? Probably fold? Yeah, I guess. I guess? All right. See the flop heads up. Jack, seven, four. Opponent now checks. So this guy's a loose cannon. I don't know why he's, uh, I don't know what he's doing. Checking here, so I just bet small, try to get him to check raise. Um, I think that generally when people check this flop, they're going to be super capped uh, and not have strength. So it's, it, it would be a spot I would like to overbluff. Um, but to induce him here, I just bet like a fifth pot uh, because I thought it would spaz out. I mean, a a fifth pot doesn't really make sense for a strong hand in my shoes. If I had a strong jack or an overpair, I would just want to bet something like pot. I'm sure he recognizes that. It's a wet board. Um, so I decided to do something creative here and just bet a fifth and try to get him to tweak out. So I have seen you play numerous hands 
on live streams where you make bets and bet sizes that are clearly designed to get someone to go nuts. And it seems like it works exceptionally well. Yeah. Just mix them in every now and then. How do you go about figuring out who to make these plays against? Um, yeah, you want to attack uh, looser players with the right sizings. Um, it, it, it all depends on the situation. If people have certain tendencies, uh, you know, you just want to take advantage of them. James is really good at taking advantage of them. So, okay, we bet 30k into the 155k pot. Tiny bet, draw heavy board. Yeah, in this player pool, this makes no sense with a value hand, uh, and he should recognize that. Good players will make sense strongest hands, but yeah, that should yeah. make no sense with a value hand unless you're setting them up. Right. So and likewise, his raise here makes no sense. It's he's raising uh, minimum. I don't think he has an overpair. Uh, you know, maybe he could do this with like pocket tens or pocket nines to see where he's at. I have no clue, uh, but it's definitely it's, slow it, down. It's the millie maker, and he's min raising. So it's it's either a very very slim marginal value hand or it's a bluff and i think that it's way more likely a bluff with this uh character well slow down okay slow down slow down slow down yeah i want everyone who's watching this at home to transport themselves to the millionaire maker at the rio you just bet tiny on the flop with a set and your opponent raises you small so draw heavy board in this spot what would you do would you call to try to get him to bluff off later would you re-raise small to try to re-induce some really insane bluff? Or do you re-raise big just to try to get a lot of money in? Pause the video and write what you would do in the comment section below. I think a lot of people look at this board and think, boards draw heavy, I don't want to get outdrawn. I better re-raise. The problem though, is that like you said, in your mind, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. We're going to find out together in the near future. You have induced this guy to lose his mind with all of his nonsense. Right. And what is nonsense here? Nonsense is going to be everything, right? Yeah. Everything. There's a lot of hands, I don't know, give him king-queen or give him, I don't know, ace-five of diamonds, right? There's a lot of just right. actual nonsense. It's drawing almost dead. So if there's a lot of nonsense in the opponent's range that's drawing almost dead, you do not want to re-raise. You want to call, right? Yeah. Do you find very many players you can click it back against to get them to go all in with the ace-five of diamonds? Um, there are some, but generally <laughs> that's not an overbluffed spot. Uh, they have the, to be the, exceptionally wild, right? Yeah, the three-bet, four-bet on the flop is not is not overbluffed in general. I think this is also a spot where a lot of the overly creative players will see you bet small on the flop. They, they will think, oh, he probably has something marginal. And then you kind of sadly call their, their check raise, right? Right. Like, you're not, call, <laughs> feel free to bluff me on the turn. You know, you're... Trying to give off vibes of weakness to some extent, or yeah, at least sure. marginal hand, because you're trying to induce the guy to bluff you. Yeah. All right. He's not even going to have a flush draw for this sizing. You know, <laughs> I would imagine all flush draws go pot or larger because they want folds. They want immediate folds. So the raise size makes no sense with any strong value hand. He's just trying to put a play on you. Yeah. Yeah. I would not try to put a play on James Romero. If you're number two to five in the world, mm-mm. 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 Just make good hands. All right, turns to a spades. He now bets close to pot. Wow. Yeah. Well, are we scared of the draws now? Um, no, given my flop reads, I don't think he has draws. Also, uh, you know, we even have equity. Even if a uh, flush draw comes, we can make votes. Uh, you know, not he doesn't have every flush draw out. Um, you know, so what else are we worried about? Gut shots, maybe? 
Nothing. Nothing. I think a lot of people, when they're playing in the spot, they do your analysis on the flop of he probably doesn't have very many flush draws, but then they get on the turn and they all of a sudden get scared. They think, this is a big pot. I'm, I just want to pick up the pot. But that logic leaves, potentially, 425,000 chips on the table. Yeah, and even if he has an overpair here and he decides to check river, um, it's not like he's always going to be folding to my bet. I think I still think he's going to hero call with overpairs like half the time when he checks river. And that's only when he checks, you know. He's likely to shove a lot of rivers with overpairs. Um, so it's important to have some strong hands like this in your in your call call range. Yeah, this is definitely a spot to call. So many people just rip it in because they, they want to pick up the pot. Yeah. I, I hear people tell me this. I just wanted to take the pot. Right. Y but... I want to take the whole stack, right? Yeah. All right. You just call. River is 10 of spades. I have to ask, if there's any river, put out any river, are you folding on any river? No. 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 All right. So look, 9-8 got in. Not worried about it. He rips it in. Look, I don't think anyone's folding a set here, but if you gave some people a hand like Queen Jack that they played this way, or Ace Jack, or Pocket Queens or something, they would, they would chicken out on this river. They would think, oh man, two pair came in, 9-8 came in. He could have had 10-7 and got me. But you can't worry about any of that, right? Like, right. you have pegged this guy as someone who is clearly over-bluffing and yeah, going nuts. Yeah, I mean, our flop reads were that he, you know, he's checking in a spot where he should be betting most of his value hands. So I think his range is really capped. And then also with the check raise sizing, you know, it's not, it, it doesn't feel like draws or a big pair. So sometimes, like, sizing is important. Uh, and you need to carry that thought process forward to other streets, and yeah. Easy call. Easy call. What is he going to show us? What do you all think he's going to show us? Take a second, think about it. What's the most likely hand for the opponent to have? Ooh, what's the most likely fun hand for the opponent to have? I think a hand like ace-five would be pretty fun. That would make some sense to me. Okay. Ace-nine of diamonds. Ace-nine of diamonds, no good. I don't know how you maybe next year. <laughs> I don't know how I should up with the ace-nine of diamonds. Your play here worked out great. Yeah. I mean, what a lot of people do on the flop is they just bet big. Guy folds, moves on, maybe. Yeah. Or they let it go check-check, and then they don't stack the guy because the pot would have been smaller. right? You, you get good hands, figure out a way to get money in the pot. Yeah. You want to play big pots with your big hands. Checking doesn't do it. Blasting your opponent out, the, out of the pot doesn't do it. you got to give them a way to lose their minds. And you're a master at that. I am. Maybe like the literal master. I feel like I'm pretty good at it, but you're just like 20 times as good at it as I am. Sure. I'll oh. take it. Good. That's me for today. If you enjoyed this video, do me a favor. Click the like and subscribe buttons below. Also, check out PokerCoaching.com. James has lots of fun content there. Good luck in your games. Have a great day, and we will talk to you next time.